I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast has just got its very first sponsor. The podcast is now proudly sponsored by MerchMonster.ie. On MerchMonster.ie, you can buy personalized hoodies, t-shirts, polo shirts, personalized snood face coverings, and a whole lot more. They've even got a product personalizer over on their website. Go over there and check it out now. They deal in one-off orders and also in bulk orders, class hoodies, T-Man work polo shirts, and everything else in between. Go over there and check them out now. It's MerchMonster.ie. Now let's get back to this week's show. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast. We are back after a week's holidays. Uh, my name is Mike McCarthy and we have a bumper edition lined up for you this week. Um, I'm joined by a man who has tasted defeat not once but twice in 24 hours of the Cattle Cup. Welcome, Tullis Star, Sean Smith. How are you getting on? Good now. Good. And later on we'll be joined by a greyhound who's still licking his wounds after being beaten by a West team in the Tracy and beyond. So this week we have you, uh, Championship is back, but there's no sign of Marty yet. Uh, so in this week, the former Clare Hurling maestro, Colin Ryan, ahead of their first round game with Watford. And we look at the two games in Leinster. Our Fantasy Hurling League is up and running. Um, Inda has his team picked, I have my team picked, and Sean, you'll have to get on that quick enough. And uh, we'll have a bit of crack with that over the coming weeks. And uh, we round off this week's podcast with the pod team picking their Tipperary team for the round one game in 10 days time. But first, we will stay local. Monday night, the county championship draws were on in Hurland. Sean Smith, Sarah's got a tough one. Um, it's probably the group of the championship, would you think? In the Danbreen or sorry, in the shape. The Danbreen. The 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 ah, yeah, it's a bit of kind of a Local rivalry right, game with drum was always there. Structure, structure, they'll give you a hard game no matter what, that's for sure. Um, yeah, Air Oaks, we know defeated us there back there two, two years ago. It was in Dundrum, and we won't talk about that day anyway, <laughs> ever again. So, um, 
So we'll take it. Like, you know, it's, you have to take, there's no such thing as either groups nowadays in Dan Breen or teams of their merit and to be fair, like, there probably is one or two teams maybe that are weaker, but most teams are training three teams that are going to be fighting out for the top two, to be fair. Yeah, the the, the Dan Breen is a, is a very tough competition, as you said. Um, and like, uh, there's no there's no easy team, um, really. Uh, no, no, anyone can beat anyone. I mean, you would have probably said Airog were the weakest team in that group, and they came out and like they bet you by what seven or eight points that yeah. time back yeah. two years ago. And uh, the church, the church are nearly men there for for um, the last couple of years. I think they finished third, and it's been like points difference. Both, yeah, they're all and same when they play division. They always caught with a late goal or a late point. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. they're so close, but until they win the games, it's so close. Yeah, so far, kind of thing. Yeah, and then what drum last year got to was it the semi final of the county? Uh, beat. Borsali and penalties. Yeah, and they surprised people last year. Fair, you know, kind of people yeah. weren't expecting maybe to go as good as they did. Yeah, but the young uh, lads coming through now. That's the one thing. That, that's it. Yeah, should have was a minor hurling winning team there three years ago. So them lads yeah. are twenty one. So they'll be they'll be um, they'll be good. And well, they wouldn't have got the beach two years ago and the A, or sorry, the B three years ago and the A two years ago. So they are certainly going to be um, an up and coming team. And sure, any team that has Shamey Cannon. You're not to bed yourselves, then obviously. Um, oh, it'd be tough one. I, I wouldn't like to be picking the, the two teams to come out of, out of that group. Uh, group two then has um, in this tomb are in it with Tenoti, their old rivals, Tenoti. They seem to get picked together a lot. Holy Cross and uh, newcomers Mullinahone, who are just up from from Seamus yeah. Orion. Uh, again, probably not a, an easy group. Holy Cross and Tenoti were together last year and drew. Um, Toom have been, I suppose, a little bit inconsistent, have they? They were getting out of the group who can't get past part of finals. Yeah. Um, who would you fancy in that one? I fancy, I fancy Toom and Holy Cross. I don't know why. Just kind of can yeah. alter your like they're capable of, but yet they're also can also have a mayor at the same time. You could say not a mayor, but kind of, you know they could. A lot of it depends on the first round game and most groups, and that would be similar. Like, you know, like most teams probably want to get Mullen home first, to be honest, get a win the board. Um, yeah. You know, and then if two men can all have drawn first and one of them lose, they're on the back foot straight away. Say, if we're across the board, home, that's the way I'd be seeing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, again, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard to, to, uh, to pick it. Group three sees county champions Killadangan, and they are in with Lockmore, JK Brackens, and Mike Harkey. Again, there's probably nothing easy there. Uh, Brackens are a common team. Lockmore and Kildangan, there'll be a Lockmore will want to to um, reverse that result from the county final. And Mike Harkey are a team that are, I suppose are are coming and again good underage, but probably haven't really stepped up yet, have they? Yeah, they probably haven't, but they're a lot younger lads coming through again. Uh, Max Hack and a few lads, and Brackens now have more kind of big marquee names you say at the moment than had over the years, so. Like both of them, like Brackens won't be fearing Lockmore, like Lockmore won't be playing football and hurling and back to back. So, again, like last year, they couldn't up be worn down, but then the roof stage the start of the year. So, she should get out, she should see Killing and Lockmore get out, but sure, every group will have a shock, I think. And yeah, yeah, like Killing Lockmore, as you said, are a favorite small of that one, but I, 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 I'm like you have kind of a sneaky feeling for the Brackens. Um, uh, Cadell obviously is, is top class, and they have. Andrew Ormond, and then Corcoran is managing managing yeah. them. So, I mean, they're they're not going to be found wanting when it comes down to it. No, that's for sure. Yeah, and then Group Four is a, t- a group of the North. Um, 
Boris and Nina, Kilrohan and Ros Gray. Uh, I suppose on paper, Ros Gray are probably the, the whipping boys or, or <laughs> certainly the, the weaker of the the three, the four teams, but I couldn't even pick two to come out of that because no, it'd, it'd, it'd be carnage. <laughs> I think Ross and Ross Gray will get a scalp and one the big three any there. Like so, I, yeah. you couldn't call that group. That's like Killer Killer were third seed, and whatever group they went into would have been difficult. So if they were in another group, you'd be saying the same thing. Like you know, yeah. Two years ago, Killer I saw them in Temple Tuhi against. Kenoti, and I mean they destroyed Kenoti. I think they, they were eight or ten points to yeah, one point. Yeah, they're like absolutely. Amy Shea was yeah. in the far line, having pulling the strings, and they were unstoppable. That's right. And then a week later, they just flopped in the stadium. Uh, yeah. they, they had Boris. Was it Boris they played? It was wasn't it? I think it was Boris. Not sure. Uh, like and and then a, a third seed. They're 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 a team again that have so much talent and, and um, when they're flowing, they're joy to watch them and have that. That even she can afford, you always tip for style, balls going diagonal into space, popping on the barrier, you couldn't stop them. They played us there as well, the same situation. Just yeah. you know, when they're flowing, they're flowing, but when it doesn't click from then, teams can have their number then. Yeah. Um, Nina, the same same old Nina, probably have they could get caught or they could win their three games by a cricket score. We just don't know what 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 they're going to come out with. Um Boris. They, they haven't gone away, I suppose. They're, they have county men. Ray McCormack looks like um, he is, he's going to have to turn into a beast. He's on the extended yeah. panel for the for the seniors as well, I heard, during the week. So, I mean, and going well as well. So, he's um, like, they're, they're not going to be easily beaten at any stage. That's for sure, yeah. And like, Boris Lee kind of mind you, don't mind from kind of day like more. You never have Boris Lee bet really, you know, you're beat. Yeah, I was plugging away on, but they're still one team. And as I say, like, I if you get some odds, if you, if you pick the two teams from every group and got it right, yeah, well, we'll be one upset too. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're, yeah. well, at least something to start talking about and teams to start prepping towards where they're going. One kind of thing I don't kind of like from a draw, no, it's harder scenes, but like the way the four North teams are together, the first three teams out in our group are all mid teams. No, it's a county championship, yeah. and kind of end up playing the same. Teams kind of you know again. I know it's we can't. The championship is getting fixed itself gradually over the years, but it's just kind of one thing. Just I don't know how you avoid that. Well, I suppose it's very hard to avoid it, considering we'll say there's only three so teams much, from the yeah. other two divisions. You know, so yeah. it's there isn't a great mix, really, is there? You mm. know, um, it's hard. It's hard to do. Like until you get yeah. more teams in, but it's just well, lads, look at stress all in our teams together together again, and we're playing so and so again. That's kind of what you just hear at the moment. Yeah. Well, like I mean, you've got three mid teams in group one, three mid teams in group three, and then you have four north teams in four. You know, mm. so it's um, actually group group two has one from each division. Yeah, that's that's what you want. That's the county championship group, like you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but look, I suppose that's up to ourselves here in the west and and the south to get our act together and get te- more teams up there too. To, um, yes, and step up from the arena and order and the arena likewise. Some of them groups, Jesus, like it's couldn't yeah. draw one team to come out of them, let alone two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look, uh, looking at the arena draw there, you're in group one again of that um, with Borges, the Swan, and Killadangan. Um, yeah, it's not, uh, not nice. No, Borges obviously are, are quite a good team. The Swan are, are, I suppose they're a team that can do anything on a day, but that's they've probably found their level there and are very competitive. Yeah, we've uh, met them before that level, and they've always been 
Yeah. Better off than be ahead of us. Kalangan, Kalangan, it depends on how the Rays go. If they get don't do don't use 16, 17, 18 A's like ourselves, they'd be very competitive as well. Yeah. Um so then group two then has um Newport, Temple Derry, the Mines, Clannacini. Again, I suppose it's very hard to pick Newport and the Mines being a be, Newport, the Mines and Temple Derry, I suppose that's it there. Yeah, last year with... weren't it wasn't last year Templary were touted as favourites. I remember seeing yeah. other they were down as favourites. Now where that kind of came from last year, maybe just a stranger, but they they might they come out of that group with the mind. Um Newport um, probably threw away the the um the James Arena last year, so they'll be looking to, to they, they look very good now in the games I saw. We, I mean the streaming was great last year for that. You know, I got seen saw more um but uh yeah they, they like they, I thought they should have won last year and they got caught by one more. But um yeah, they'll be they'll be there thereabouts. Group three has intermediate champions Gortner Who probably surprised champions in the intermediate Gortner Who, but uh did how, how did they go against Yee tonight? I know you said they Yeah, they looked they no, they looked good now tonight in the car cup, the bit in the final by good few points in them, but they looked looked like a team that wanted to win it, you know. Yeah. Their bit of drive about, we know there was a good buzz around uh, their team, and they know they're up for everything. And to be fair, like they've come on leaps and bounds there in the last number of years, development they've done outside and stuff. So they're yeah. there, but they earned it and they're putting in the work. Absolutely, it, yeah. you know, like that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then um, intermediate champions from the year before them, then the Tracy's are in that group mm. as well. Uh, Tracy's, as we know, are a tough team, they're very even. Um, so, you know, I, Paddy Carey and Shawnee Rogers probably stand out, but I mean, other than that, they are very even all around the field and very they're a tough team. Um, and I think, I think um, they're being coached by uh, one Doodles is with them, John Connors, and a guy from Patrick's Well. So they're not going to be um, they'll be well coached and and, and a, a good team. Ballina, of course, are quite good, and and Killen Hall, who on paper are the best team in that, but never. Produce, I suppose, and that yeah. Clear. Same when we played last year, I know they won them, but no, when they have a full fit team and a good bubbles, like in there, they should be coming out of that group. And with farm bubbles on this year, you know, you expect them to drive them and get man out of that. Like, like killing all to be honest, from the kind of background that I know you have to earn getting up then, bring, but you know, one yeah. team of mine seeing getting up, yeah. And then group four has um, Laura, Portro, Mary's, and Cashel. Uh, another very Jesus. tough group, like uh, hard Jesus. to pick a winner. Um, we have uh, we've two we've two Lara lads in the in the on the podcast team, and um, I don't know would they even be picking their own to come out of that? It's a it's a tough group, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we played Lara on that level last year. We bet them in the end in tune by a few points. I think it was right cracking game, not between yeah. them. We played Port Rose and we caught them in dollar. We play mayors over here like that and cash now come up and cash have proven it. They've and with and if transfers go through and these appeals don't get back, like that's that could be the group where that's we're going to see cash play a game, you know, to see how yeah. the rounds and rings fare out, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Port and Mary's uh, as, as you Mary's quite a good team as well, driven on by Seamus Kendi a lot can depend on the football there, but yeah, and they're actually playing Mary's are playing Cash and count lead this again, I know. So, no, it could be kind of a both teams might do a bit of shadow box there and see where they're at yeah, for yeah. this. Um, yeah, no, so I mean, it's a good competition again, very hard to pick a winner. Uh, Newport obviously won from last year, killing all on paper, and then Cashel, I suppose, would have to be looked at if if, if 
things go their way on, on mm. these transfers. And that, yeah, and after that, then you could put them into a hat, to be honest, you know. That's it, yeah. Uh, intermediate hurling, then um, <laughs> very even competition all around. Jesus, we got an awful group, in my opinion. Uh, we're in with in group one uh, with mine, Boris Kane and Drum. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mine uh, normally they they always do well in the the group stages. They come out, yeah. That's yeah. when they come out first, and then you know, in left pot, wait and get drawn and hurry going. It's like Jesus. Yeah, you want that? Especially drum at the start in the group stage. Well, drum are going to be strong with at the start of the year, like like all teams have second teams. They'll be strong with. Yeah, um, and I, I I don't know. Does that rule? It's probably going to go on grading for the senior and intermediate. They won't have to name 18. So, um, yeah, probably avoiding them in the first round game is probably the, would probably be the best option, you know. Uh, we played Boris Kane two years ago, drew with them in uh, Kilcommon. Uh, quite a good game, actually, you know. But, um, I don't know, are we as good as we were two years ago? But sure, we'll see how. I, I think mine, the way they play in the group stages, they probably come out of that. Um, yeah. Group two, then the Kickhams, the Davins. Valley Bacon and Money Gall, very even again. Kickums obviously yeah. potentially down players. Um, Money Gall are they're being managed by by Temple Moorman, Paul O'Brien this uh, this year, and um, they'll be they'll be up for it. Valley Bacon, we we played them last year. There was um, they beat us in Scientific Town, and we were ten points up, and they came back to beat us. The Cummins pulling all the strings from, and then the Devon are up from. June or what two years now, so they'll be finding their feet again. Another, another um, tough group. Uh, group three: Orlahan, Golden, Kilsheelan, Mile Rovers. Two county semi-finals from two years ago. County semi-finals from last year. Orlahan was it? Yeah, that's one the intermediate. Like every year, all teams get run one year, and trying to decide what team gets run this year is near to impossible. Like that's yeah. what I'm so competitive about. Yeah, absolutely. Any any of the teams can can. Um, and win it and then rounding it off we have uh, Ballangarry Ballinahinch Shannon Rovers and whoever comes out of the junior which the final is to be on in two weeks time um, Arval Rovers are in the final um, as I said at the start they beat Tumivara last week and Grange Mokler uh, who won the South at the weekend play Holy Cross so, awesome. you'd, fancy, um, you'd fancy Arval there on that note if you were to come to big yeah I suppose if you're, if you're to look at it on um over the last couple of years, like I mean, two Doom have been there thereabouts, and they were strong, and, and the Rovers beat them. So, uh, yeah, it'd be. I, I'd like to see the Rovers come up, come back up, and they went down. I think two years ago, uh, found it hard. They were finding their feet in it last year. You no, know, it's like everything when you go down, it's, it's yeah. You to, a bit they of have that bit of class, you know. They have that bit of they're better than the junior team to be fair from what I've seen them um, bit this year and the same last year and over the years. You know they're. Yeah, and they have a star performer in Johnny Ryan. Yeah, he can score. Like, lad from June, I can get a couple points from midfield from play. Like, it's, and then whatever I get some play, I suppose it's, you know, it is, it is one thing to have, like, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah, so as we said, the, that's, they're, they're all quite, quite even groups, and we'll probably look at that probably more in depth in, in the, the coming months just before the championship starts but there's been games on around the county Sean you were in the west at the weekend for the, the junior B final everyone was expecting a cracker Cashel ran away with it didn't they in the junior B in, in the division um, yeah started, started off close but then Cashel just got through and they they're kind of better they're more hurlers on the team not hurlers but more lads could take scores and took a few goals and yeah. kind of ended up being a runaway lead in the end um, 
just one thing I was complimenting to pitch and golden was exceptional. Yeah, unreal, unreal. Couldn't believe it. Jeez. Like, and then the lads told me they have driving bingo on it. I was like, what kind of surface have you out here? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is exceptional, but uh, cash of worthy winner, to be honest. Um, yeah. And it's good to see the likes of a town here that, you know, like fellow town clubs, as they say here, but it's like good to see like cash of win that level coming up because they need to be higher for what they have over there, like, you know. And, yeah, I think they're going up junior A um, anyway, regardless yeah, of whether they win the ratings, yeah. B, they're, they're going, probably going to go up junior A. Anyway. And the standard junior B, that standard that was even that junior A level. You know, that's the one thing I know as well. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, catching balls and touch was junior B now has gone up a level again. It has, yeah. Junior B has gone up a level. I suppose that's why the introduction of the junior C is good for the old social kind of hurler. Mm-hmm. You know, led the ones to turn up and, and just play a game. But yeah, junior B, they're training, they're training like. I suppose teams were ten years ago. John, top class teams. They're they're putting in the effort at junior B level now. So. Uh, down south, as we said, Grange Walker, they beat the Swan. Uh, poor Al Column will be licking his wounds. Uh, he he'd be another one licking his wounds tonight if he was here. Um, the Swan beaten by their near neighbours, Grange Walker. It's uh, Grange Walker are a common club, aren't they? They're in the twenty one football final and now and now into a junior A semi final. Yeah. For sure, like and another team that kind of been there over the years, and you'd hear them peering into these kind of finals and stuff, and they're cutting in the work to get there. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, county leagues are also back. Uh, was it second round or second rounds of the groups of five in in the hurling we're on and, and football last weekend and, and round one of the of the hurling the week before? Great to have loads of games to look at and, and, and to go to, isn't it? There's more games on. They could have four or five games a week if you want to go to the match your own club. Like. Yeah. We played, we played uh, last night tonight. I think we're playing Sunday and Monday again. Friday, actually. Jesus. Yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's savage. It is, it is. Um, it's great It's great to have those games back. Um, see, the, the streaming is back up and running with, with a few clubs. Uh, and we're getting, what, 200 or 100 into the into the games now. And, Hopefully that goes officially sure at the yeah. same Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone does. You'll find them all somewhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then uh, up to 200 in the 5th of July is, is what they're saying. But I mean, I see we're we're having 2,500 at the Limerick and Cork game on the, the 3rd. Is it Saturday week? Yeah, they're so, going into Newstand, Ostand, a few of the climbing terrace as well. So, again, I know what way it'll work, but to be honest, 2,500 is going to be lost inside the stadium. Like, yeah, I know it's getting people back and all, but like, like when we are letting in 6,000 out to the Euro semis there, like in a couple of weeks' time, and you know, like, bit of yeah. 100 people in Klein Terrace, is, there's 100 people in the bank tonight in the new field out in the Sarahs and whatever, you know, so like, yeah, you know, it's all reviews and that, but. What what's what's two two and a half thousand? Well, that, that's not even five percent, is it? Up there? It, it goes of the seat. It goes of the seat in capacity, um, right? Which is about twenty five or six in Tarlis. So ten percent, probably ten percent of that. Then would it be given? Yeah, ten percent of seats, right? Yeah. So mm. it's um, it's still not it's ridiculous, really. It's not yet, and then trying to distribute tickets. Like where do you, what way do you go there? Like you know, yeah. one to each club. Like yeah, it's, two to uh, each club. You know, like it's. I, I could get people back, but you no, know, it's very, very kind of nervous and you know slow. Yeah, but you're so looking... even the test events aren't proven. Out. What we learn from three thousand club park may as well as think you won't learn out from that. You know? No, I mean, like, well, what do we get? Five, I suppose five, five and a half to seven thousand is is that the most we get at county finals in, in mm. the stadium? And 
even and at that there i mean they're probably clustered together but but there's loads of space i mean if they were spread out social distancing they'd be lost right yeah. in, in the stadium so i don't i don't even know how how you can test two and a half thousand um in there but sure that is what it is um Turles just coming for that match just you might have cork or Limerick rock on the train just go drinking around the town yeah yeah well I'd be doing that if I was from there now. <laughs> outdoor, outdoor dining. If it's a good weekend, yes, I suppose drinking a lot of people would have been out in the street anyway, um, having a few cans or pints. So, I mean, that'll probably happen again. You know? <laughs> so, but there's more, probably more people or more clusters of people like in Dublin or Limerick or Cork along the Keys there when at the weekends, you know. And <laughs> here we are being ultra careful with games and that. Um, yeah, so what else have we? Oh, yeah, the the saga, the West Saga still rumbles on. The Brown Rhines, and they got their they got their transfer, and now Kickhams have have uh, appealed it. So I suppose that's where it is now. Um, it's it's a tough one. It's it's. Um, I, I was dead against it at the start. I have to say, and now I'm kind of going, geez, will it ever just wrap up? And I'm sure a lot of Lads are, are like that as well, you know, just kind of get it. Yeah, to make a right Netflix documentary anyway, for sure. The back and forth. But it's just kind of getting dragging on now. And again, Mike, you might know more. Like the players have to register by a certain date or like are they like No, they got would say the clubs and the players have got a, a special dispensation that oh, have because, because it's it's running on past the deadline that once once it's sorted, they can register wherever they need to register. But um like I think it's I I don't think it's 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 unfair to say that at this point they're not going to hurl for the kickums this year whatever way the the um the ruling goes like so I mean like I, I I'm all for the parish rule I think it's great um it it keeps the GA alive in 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 small parishes around the place but at the same time if four lad if you're going to lose four or five lads to the GA because of the parish rule. Maybe we do need to, maybe we do need to look at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it certainly hasn't been easy for them to to move. So I don't think anyone is going to turn around next year and say, "Geez, I want to hurl for the Sairs and and just hurl for the Sairs." Like, so I don't think the parish rule is going to be gone. In no, there's some work this, gone like. into this behind the scenes. Like, it's yeah. you know the cost and everything. It's so like that's something to still drop a hat. But as I as you say, there they're not going to hurl for kickers this year. Will Herf Castle in his one or two? That's kind of where I see it. Well, I suppose that just depends on whether they whether they get the if they get the transfer, I'm sure they will be hurling for Cashel. And, and I think Cashel, obviously Cashel have signed the paper, so they're willing to, to to bring them into the fold. But I mean if it goes against them, I just I, I think there's no way they're hurling for Kickham, so they're going to be lost to the the game and uh, for the year anyway, and, and probably down the line they're not going to hurl for Kickhams anymore. With what's gone on, so it's. I mean, do do we just? You can't just wash your hands of them. I mean, they're they're four young players, like. Yeah, with they have they had like no one like a lot of them being the county panelists and would be there maybe now if they had clubs and other circumstances, you know. But so it is. You don't you don't want to see lads not hurting either. That's one thing. You don't. Yeah, want exactly. Know. We don't we don't want to see. But sure, that's um. That hearing is, I don't know, I think it's in another, it could be another week or more, so the story will rumble on. I'm sure we'll have to come back to it again in the future.
So this weekend, we have the start of the Hurland Championship, uh, which is great. We've been waiting bloody eight long months for it. Um, Sean, Waterford and Clare, I know Inda is speaking to Colin Ryan about the game. Uh, looking forward? Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm here in town there. So looking forward to it. won't be able to go to but only be, I think it's only 200 going to it actually. Um, but it's one, it's the kind of game I saw a couple weeks ago. Waterford were probably a good bit ahead, but now I'm kind of feeling more not clear winning, but closer than I would have thought, and kind of what we've seen in the league and stuff. Yeah, uh, the Tony Kelly effect is going to be huge here, yeah. isn't it? He is, he is the he will probably be the best hurler on the field at the weekend, whether he's on the winning team at the end is another day of the week. But I mean, yeah. he, he's an outstanding player, and if he, if he hurls well. Like, what did they score? Did he, did he scored 20 points out of 34 in players last um, Yeah, give game. or take, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, so. phenomenal scoring in any, in any uh, grade. And every team tries to hold him, but he, like, it's rarely done. Like, however, he just he must be on the visible clock or something there. Yeah. Um, I suppose from a tip point of view, we have a lot of interest in this game. We have the winners of it. Um, we fell to Watford in the last game of the league there, whatever, 10 days ago. And... Mm. Disappointingly, fell to them. I, I would say we were going well and then got outscored massively in the second half. So yeah, especially the team we'd out as well. You know, he, he went to a strong team, and when you see that team and then this point result in the end, you're kind of wondering why yeah. didn't why didn't we try other lads then if you went out with that and didn't get a result and that's kind of. But I I was thinking about this and I, like I was disappointed. Obviously, then I was wondering, Jesus, where are tips going? But we were four weeks at that stage, or sorry, three weeks at that, no, four weeks, four weeks at that stage from our first round game. So we were at a way different point in our, um, in our readiness, yeah. you know. So, um, like, whereas Waterford were two weeks out, they were, they, they're very near to being primed, you know, for, for, for a championship. So th- there could have been a bit of that in, in, in yeah, the was against, not then for tip then if you think it was a game instead of just would they have thrown in more the kind of lads that we haven't seen as much of that we've been talking about instead then is and then see a walk for out and you learn more. They're going to learn more if we said we're going to learn more from that game anyway, we don't lose any. Yeah. I, look it's um look it's very hard to know, but I I'm maybe that's just been positive about it that um that that we were we weren't we were maybe training that bit harder that week in the lead up to the game and the legs were a bit heavier because we have more time to, to get fitter, you know. So that's um the Liam Cahill effect of course as well. Uh, we'll have we'll have tip interest in seeing how Liam gets on again. How do you think Claire will deal with kind of run again the water for goal kind of through the middle of pace and speed busting in like what kind of how are Claire going to are you going not going to let Water get on the ball? Are they going to drop a man back? You know what way could Claire counter that? Yeah, I think you'll probably see Kelly, wherever he's named, he'll probably play in the middle of the field and certainly be looking for loose ball in around the, mm. that, that half-back line and, and trying to dictate things. He's like he's super fit. Um, I don't know, is Galvin, is Galvin around? He, he's, he, he's certainly on the panel with whether he'll, he'll play. Um, Shane Golden has been playing quite well for them. Um, so it'll be, it's hard to know. It, it, yeah, they'll have to stop. They certainly have, they'll have to stop the likes of, of Callum Nines up and down the line. I mean, he's he's another main man for Waterford now, and, and uh, he'll need to be stopped. Um, where will he pick Ozzy Gleeson? I presume the middle of the field, based on the tip game. Uh, 
Now, it doesn't seem like he's going to pick him centre back. No, I don't. I think he's he's not a liability, but he's not. Clear for targeting him if he's centre back. Like, yeah, um, it, it's yeah, it, it's a tough game to call. I, I I'm, I'm on the Waterford side of it because of of um, the way the league has gone and, and they, play, they they were played quite well during the yeah. league and and have carried on that form from last year, which I suppose was a little bit. Surprise, a bit of a surprise last year, but then maybe we shouldn't be surprised with the way um, with the way Cahill sets up his team and what he expects from the players that play for him. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going with Watford. I think they will win it, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Gelly comes out of it with man of the match. Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, I'd be Watford, but I give Clare more a chance than I would have a month ago. Somehow, kind of way. That's yeah. Um, yeah, but as I said, Inda is speaking to Colin Ryan about that match. There's two other games on the weekend, Wexford in Leinster, Wexford and Leash and Dublin and Antrim. Uh, Wexford played Leash in the league, gave them a quite a good height, and I think it was 4.17 to 10 points. Um, you would have to expect that Wexford would win again um, this weekend. Davy will surely have them primed and, and, and foaming at them out, as, as only Davy can. That's for sure, yeah. And then in the other side of the draw, like Antrim had such a good league campaign. Dublin bet them in the league, though, didn't they? They bet them well, I think it was. In the end, it was a 10 points or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. They did. They played them. They beat them in the, in the league. But then uh, Antrim round. set the odds a few times, you know. So, like, Antrim beat, like, it's a game now going into that. I know Dublin bet my last Antrim are nothing to lose. And they won't be fearful now. Yeah, and, and Gleason, Darren Gleason, doing quite a good job with Antrim. Um, they're, they're playing well and they're running, like, I mean, they ran Kilkenny quite close in the. In, in was it the first round of the league? Um, thought they were going to win it actually at one stage, but um, they've McManus is, is on the freeze for them. Um, McKenna, there he, he's he gets a couple of points, and then Clark, you know, they're Antrim have they drew, yeah, they drew, drew Wexford as well in the league as well, you know. So they were, I yeah. forgot, no mission on my phone, and the lads was up there on the Sunday. The lads, Antrim here are point up or point two or three up, and it all jinxed it. I didn't being a draw or losing, but you know, yeah. when everyone saw the results and they're getting shocked. But the way as you said, Darren Leeson hasn't won like it's not to kind of get shocked about if when they've hurling, they love it. Up, you know? Dublin is probably are probably a team that are in decline though, going backwards, are they under under this management? Um, I yeah, I think this kind of team may have under course. Like you wouldn't like they were a team that would give you plenty, but now when they kind of go behind, they're not really holding on, but. No, they have many the names like Marquis and not Marquis over the years they have a few names you recognize that's that name five or six dumb herds now give me trouble yeah yeah um, well Crummy and Sutcliffe are still about, about Donald, they rely heavily on, on Donald Burke and he, he's their free taker um, and of course Ryan Dwyer is back in tip now so he's not part of the of, the, of that panel anymore um, but yeah look I, I still think Dublin will win it um, but Again, I wouldn't be surprised to see to see Antrim give him a, a, a good run, and it would be great for the Glensmen to Jesus to to uh, to really put it up to Dublin. Yeah, they're doing kind of a scalping in championship, aren't they? At this stage, you know, they're getting the bits, the league kind of wins and draws. That they're grand, but they're not like you know. Yeah, but I suppose it, for 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 Antrim, it's probably they probably get the most out of the league. You know, they're not winning in All Ireland, so no. they're they're probably. Possibly looking for a performance, but it's the league where they get the, the most benefit to bring on their players, you know, and, and playing against the top teams. 
probably totally different to Westmead in our group where you know they, they got good games, games that they could be competitive in. You know, that's um, yeah. and, and and that and that would bring them on a terrible. Yeah, you'd, ha- you'd have Antrim ahead of Leash on it all day, wouldn't it? Like, wouldn't oh it? yeah, I think yeah. Jesus, yeah, I, um, like, you know, I think so. They yeah. stepped into that kind of level in uh, into kind of the Leinster side, no. Yeah, um, no, um, I, I I think it'll be a Wexford and Wexford and Dublin, but the Wexford will run out handy winners, and the Dublin Antrim game will be quite close, I think. So earlier on in the year, you would have heard us talking to uh, Kyle from FancyHorland.ie, and we are back. Uh, the championship is back for uh, the Fancy Hurland, and we have a league. Sean Smith, are you putting in a team? Oh, I will. I enjoy the old soccer fancy. I do. I like looking up stats and XGs and all that. Some of us may know what they mean, but if they're XGs in Hurland, Tony <laughs> Hilly being out, that's for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we, we have a league and we are going to offer a prize, a retro tip jersey for the winner. And so there, our league code will be out on our social medias. Make sure you have a look at that. And um, Inda Tracy has already put in his team with a derogatory name, I have to say. Um, we'll be having words whenever he, whenever he comes on. Um, he, uh, but yeah, a bit of crack, lads. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss how our teams are getting on and... Um, yeah, watch out our social medias for, for the, the code. Well, Clay, I'm delighted to be joined by former Clare and All-Ireland Hurdle winner Colin Ryan to help us look ahead to Sunday's Munster quarterfinal between Clare and Motford. Colin, how are you keeping? I'm good, I'm good now. Thanks for having me on. No bother at all. Uh, so, a big game on Sunday, Colin. Uh, what are your impressions of Clare after the league campaign? I lost Tantrum on the opening day, but the ship steadied as the league went on, finishing with the good yeah, win. I think, I think a lot was a lot of a lot was made of that. I think lost Tantrum, but like you know, I, I've gone to Caseman Park myself before, and it's it, you know, it's not obviously Caseman Park anymore. It's uh, it's Corrigan Park, you know, they're playing in, but equally probably a, as daunting a task. And when when Antrim really get you into their back garden, they really want to show everybody that you know they are you know, they are the real deal and that they, you know, they belong in the, in the hurling folklore and everything else. And it's really hard to come out of there. And we've often come out of there with one point wins, you know, so obviously, you know, Claire, we're on the wrong side of that, but a lot was made of it. And, um, you know, I think, you know, unfortunately for, for Liam Curry getting sent off against Wexford, you know, Claire could have, Claire, Claire could have ended the year, you know, have, haven't been top of the league table, you know, they could have won all their games after that. So, like definitely, I think momentum is on their side. You know, towards the end of the campaign, I think that Antrim game might have given them just a kick, you know, in the right direction and kind of just woke them up a small bit. But they're definitely in a good place coming towards the end of the league. You know, especially scoring a lot of goals against Kilkenny. Yeah, and there's been plenty of experimentation over the few games. No more so than uh, John Conlon centre back. Has that been a success for you or Claire kind of Robin Peter to play a Paul in back there? Yeah, it definitely is. But, you know, at this stage now, it's 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 going to be stuck with, you know, they're not going to change six, you know, at this stage. And I, I am firmly of the opinion that, like, you can change something, you know, after one or two games. If you really believe in it and really uh, want it to be, you have to give it time to settle in, you know. And John wouldn't have played centre-back. He played a bit with his club there, but he wouldn't have played centre-back a lot. And I understand the process. Uh, Brian wants, I suppose, a communicator, a, a, a steadying, I suppose, factor at centre-back. Maybe we haven't had it since Conor Ryan, um, you know, unfortunately had to leave. Like, so, you know, you look at Declan Hannon and, 
you know, John would be would be a very steadying figure, you know, back there. And can he sit in and kind of have everybody work around him, um, you know, and hold the fort? Uh, I do think so. You know, our other team's going to try and exploit it. Of course, they are in championship. Um, but I think that's where maybe our half forward line are going to have to come into play and uh, and track a centre forward, maybe who's going to try and drift off John or something like that. Yeah. And Lawton and his management team started the league with was fairly basic game plans. It would seem to be the long ball into Shanahan was was the main um, main game plan really. Um, they seem to have got more of a possession based game going in the last few games. Do you, do you think they're going to stick with that? And does it suit the players? Yeah, of course it does. You know, when you like, I I think. You know, Aidan McCarthy moving into the forward line um, is a help. I think, you know, he has found his feet. Um, I, you know, I, I, I kind of thought that he would settle kind of facing the ball, but he's done quite well at wing forward. And obviously, Davy Mack, you know, is, is, is a fierce physical uh, specimen to be putting into the half back line. And I thought, I, I think Dermot Ryan has been our best player this year. I think he has been excellent. I think he has offered something going forward as well as kind of being, you know, so I think they've steadied up the half back line. Um, but they've worked the ball through the lines. I think David Reedy, you know, Cullum Galvin, whether he'll start or not, you know, but Cullum can use the ball very well. Tony, but they've mixed it in with the likes of Colin Malone, who's not afraid of the hard work. You know, Paddy, Paddy Fitzpatrick, not afraid of the hard work. You know, I think they've got a, a, a mix in there. I suppose the unfortunate thing now is, you know, obviously hearing that, that Shane O'Donnell is injured. So like that two-pronged attack of, of Aaron Shanner and Shane O'Donnell, you know, somebody's just going to have to take up the mantle and and, and, and fill in for him. Yeah, defensively, Clare have been a bit suspect in the games today. Uh, is there enough there to hold the likes of the Bennett's and Austin Gleeson, Desi Hutchinson on the day, do you think? Yeah, that's the big thing. You know, like Waterford, what, like I, I think there's a lot of talk about Waterford, but, you know, Waterford are missing, you know, well, possibly missing, you know, their one three and six from last year, you know, so Waterford probably have as, ma- as many questions about their defence, you know, if, if if Austin Gleeson or especially I think Connor Prunty isn't playing, you know, I think he's been an, an exceptional fullback, you know, last year. So, like, I think it will come down to a battle of, you know, are, are Waterford able to stop Tony Kelly and, and are Clare able to kind of have a bit of cohesion and, and, and stop Waterford, I think, getting goals. I think if, if Clare can, uh, you know, stop an onslaught of goals, I think they'll be in with a great chance because the likes of Desi Hutchison and, and the Bennetts, you know, really want to go for the juggler, you know, as early as possible. So if they can get the upper hand, you know, I thought Rory Hayes, I think, will obviously be probably a, a, a man marker on, on Hutchinson. You know, he's done quite well. Um, you know, in, in recent years, I suppose, especially last year, you know, man marking. So it's about whether we have enough players who can pick up, you know, all their danger men uh, around that zone. As you say, like both teams scoring fairly heavy in the league, but also conceding a lot. Do you expect it to be a shootout, so, or will Clare try and contract that running game of Watford? Yeah, I, 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 I expect it to be a shootout. You know, I think I think if you, if, if you take that running game away from Clare, then we're probably taking our biggest asset in Tony away. You know, so I, I, I think we have to stick it out. I think um I think Brian has been quite clear in, in how his game plan is gonna be. I don't think he'll he'll get too uh I, I I think high on you know what way they want to play now. He's not gonna change things up. I think they're gonna work the ball through the lines and, and try and get scores from distance. I think the likes of Dermot Ryan and, and David Mack and you know Tony and the likes can can score from sixty-five out, you know. So Obviously, you know, Waterford on the other side are, are quite similar with Callum Lyons and, you know, if Austin Gleeson is playing, you know, they're kind of similar. So, yeah, I think both teams will go at it. Um, you know, I really don't see it as being a really negative game. Yeah. What kind of team do you expect to start? Obviously, they have McInerney went off injured in the game that he played against Kilkenny and 
as you said, O'Donnell is missing. What sign of, what sort of team do you expect to line up? Yeah, like I, I, I think Davy looks, you know, like he's going to make a recovery. I don't, you know, up here there doesn't seem to be too much worry about about, about him. I suppose, you know, that the the full back line has been, you know, Rory Hayes and and Connor Cleary. Um, I suppose that other corner has been chopped and changed, but Aaron Fitzgerald has kind of settled in there well in the last couple of games, and I I can't see him changing from that. Half back line is going to be Dermot Ryan, John, and David Mack if he's fit. Um, Tony, they seem to have mixed Tony with uh, with Paddy Fitzpatrick, who you know can sit and do that work. I can't see him going away from that. You know, Brian has a very simplistic view on things. You know, if somebody's doing well, he's not gonna he's not gonna rock the boat. And then you know, your forward line is going to be made up of of Cahill Malone, David Reedy, Aaron Shanahan. Uh, possibly Mark Rogers now that you know it could be a bolter now that uh, you know Shane O'Donnell will be out um, and then the other two spots really are, are up for grabs and who's in form you know it will be a mix of either Colm Galvin you know if Colm is, is flying it in train and I'm sure he's going to throw him in there um, uh, Aidan McCarthy sorry I forgot about Aidan Aidan's definitely going to be there so it's going to be that last two spots are between kind of I suppose Mark Rogers and Colin Galvin is who I put in there, but you know you're you're going to have Ian Galvin and Ryan Taylor and and a couple more fighting for it. Um, so I suppose them last two spots are really up for grabs this week in training. And the one thing I have to compliment Brian on is that like you know he really does pick on form coming into games. You know them two players will be two lads who'll be who'll be shooting the lights out this week. I'm sure. Will they have the attacking half backs of Waterford in mind when they're named the half forward line to kind of curtail Caleb Lyons and and Kieran Bennett? Yeah, quite possibly. You know, I think I think Colin Malone has been doing that role really well for Clare, you know, so it's really about finding that other, you know, person. They might move Paddy Fitzpatrick in there. You yeah. know, Paddy, Paddy's a good man marker. You know, I've seen it at club level. Um, you know, he keeps people busy, keeps them honest. And I think Colin Malone will, will, will try and get Kieran Bennett turned and going back the other way. You know, yeah. I can't see him putting Colin Malone on Callum Lines. Now that'll be whether Waterford want to make that match up or not. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was looking at it, I'd probably put Paddy Fitzpatrick on Callum Lines and yeah. Call Malone and Kieran Bennett, you know, because Malone might turn Bennett, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Paddy will track Callum Lines, you know, and, and and keep that, you know, I think you'd be losing Call Malone if you were putting him on, on Callum Lines, you know. Yeah, and just on Lohan, he's had a tough set of circumstances since he's come in as manager with COVID and the things going on in the background in Clare. Uh, how has he done so far, in your opinion? Is he improving the team and getting the most out of what he has? Yeah, like you know, I I I think people are are very quick to to point the fingers. You know, Brian is Brian is doing a good job as far as I'm concerned. You know, he he's, uh, you know, there 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 is probably a thought process there that you know, do we have the panel to contest for an All Ireland? You know, probably not. I think he's doing the best at what he has at the minute. Uh, but I do think the one thing this Clare team has is when they get momentum. You know, they really seem to play with a bit of freedom. You know, you could see that kind of. I think last year. You know when they got the run on Wexford, and and I and I think if they got a, a positive result against Waterford, you know, it, it's amazing what momentum can do for you. You know, and a simplistic tactical game plan. You know, Brian isn't going to overcomplicate anything, but um, you know, is, is he getting the the balance right? I think you know he's trying his best, and you know, with the personnel we have, you know, he's improved Aidan McCarthy, he's improved Carl Malone, you know, he has improved. Uh, you know, he's obviously tried something with John you know, going back to centre-back. So, like, they're definitely trying things. It's about whether we have 20 players who are going to be able to make a difference on the day, you know? Yeah. And so, call it. Where will the game be won and lost and what declare need to happen to get get the win? Um, You know, I seriously think Aaron Channer is going to have to have a really good game. I think, he, you know, I think I think if Aaron, you know, can get a goal, you know, if we can, if we can keep our, you know, impose our running game on him, 
you know, get Tony going forward and getting him on the ball. Like you can, Waterford can say all they wanted to have man marker on Tony. You know, we've done it at club level. It's near impossible. You know, so if they can get the ball uh, to, to, to Tony as much as possible and then obviously create them one-on-ones inside with Aaron, you know, obviously, you know, if Prunty's not playing, that's, you know, the exposure there in the Waterford full back line, especially with Aaron being, you know, the size and, and the hand he has and the directness he's, he's going to go for goal. But then on the other hand, you know, Rory Hayes is going to have to have a really good game on Desi Hutchinson, you know, and and, and we're going to have to keep the Bennett. Everybody's going to have to play their role. I would expect, you know, probably David David Mack to pick up one of the Bennett, Bennett's, um, you know, and and keep them busy. So, like, it is going to be personal matchups. It's going to be enough, you know, who's going to win them personal duels and that will determine who comes out on top. Well, Claire win? Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm quite positive going into, you know, I really do think, you know, a lot has been talked about this Waterford team and stuff like that, but I don't think, you know, yes, they got to, you know, the business end last year, but, you know, I think they're a bit weakened. You know, I think Parik Amani isn't there. You know, is Austin Gleeson, Prunty, Tyg de Burka. You know, it's like these are big players that, you know, are questionable. And even if they are right, you know, are they 100% fit? You know, is the, is the, is the marker there? You know, I'd be saying go at them, you know, and, and really give them a chance. But when you miss, I think Waterford, Clare, Teams like this can't afford to miss players, you know, of all-star ability like that, you know, and, and think that they, you know, will get away with it. Yeah. That's great, Colin. Thanks very much for joining us on the Premier View podcast and hopefully we'll chat again soon. No problem. Thanks a million on that. Okay, lads, we're 10 days out from Championship in the Tracy is on the line. Um, we are going to go to him very first. We're going to pick our podcast team that we think Liam Sheedy should pick. Um, if we if we if we were in, in charge in the Tracy, you didn't pick either of the two goalkeepers on your North team, <laughs> North senior team. How are you going to pick a goalkeeper or tip? Yeah, um, that was more of a stop <laughs> trying to claw back <laughs> that was more of I'd prefer three other Kildangan lads rather than the goalie but Bar- I'd, I'd be starting Barry Hogan in the goals anyway uh, three matches he played he was really solid there Pocots were really good I think he deserves a shot there in championship uh, full back line sure it picks itself Cahill Barrett uh, Park Maher Barry Efrenham and half back line Brendan Seamus Kennedy and Ronan I think that's pretty solid, and that's probably what's going to be the back line anyway. I went for Paddy Cadell and Dan McCormick midfield. Impressed with Cadell as well. I have a great time for him. I think he's a class player. Links it up really well, and he really works hard in the middle of the field. He's able to take a score as well. And uh, himself and Dan would work well there in the middle, I think. Um, I have forward line then. I had originally picked Niall Amara, but he's injured. If he was there, I'd have him. Number 10, but... We give Breen a twist there, I think, and put Noel in the centre and Bob is on the wing. And then full forward line goes without saying John McGrath, Jason Ford, Shemi Cal. So, yeah, so you have uh, Barry Hogan, obviously, that's a change. Um, and you have Paddy Cadell. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nyla Mara is out. Uh, Sean Smith, uh, what do you think? Are you disagreeing or agreeing? I'd be the same, same back seven, isn't it? Um, I'd be going Barry Hogan, Hawkeye's thought were up there, isn't it? Um, but again, it's toss up and goes, and I think to be honest, Liam's going to pick Brian, so but I'm just going to watch. 
I want to see out there. Um, so full back line to say, I think the back six kind of picked themselves a few weeks ago. I kind of said we were saying here in the podcast, there's no change there. Midfield, I went to Breen as a single. He's he'll give everything or give you nothing. I went to Breen anyway, and Dan McCormack, um, half four line. Then we moved out John McGrath there with Noel and Bubbles, and then for four line, twin Jake Morris again. He could give us everything or give us nothing. Jason Ford and Shane McCann. So compared to end, I've thrown in, he's thrown in Breen anyway in the end. So Jake Morris, the other different one I have there now. Think he deserves the twist after the league he had. I did. I just think, yeah, not again. No, I can't league with poor and what he did, but I just feel I start him and then if he doesn't do that, and we'll be off half time and we won't see him again. Okay, that's kind of where I go with it. Right, Mike, how many West men have you on the team? Well, I normally try to get as many Westmen as I can onto any team that we pick here. Um, and I, before we start, I'm going to say that the best goalkeeper in the county is in the West and isn't on the panel. That's Dara Mooney. So, <laughs> uh, I have said that before. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Brian in the goals um, uh, just to play, I suppose, devil, devil's advocate. I do think Liam is going to pick Brian in the goals um, as well. Um, same as Sean, I think he is going to pick him. There probably isn't too much between either of the two of them. Um, Barry did quite well in the three games. And I think the fact that Brian was picked for the last two games means that he would start um, championship. Uh, full back line, I think, picks itself. Uh, Carl Pawdy and Barry Heffernan. Um, I'm, I'm in a cha- I had the same three in the half back line, Seamus, Brendan and Ronan. But I'm picking Brendan at centre-back. Um, I think he... He kind of anchors it a little bit better than, than Seamus. I think Kendi is brilliant on the wing anyway at five. I think that's his best position. Um, and I think after the Waterford game where we looked a little, I suppose, open down the middle, um, Brendan would, would would hang there and um, and, and and be solid uh, at centre-back. Uh, same as you, um, Enda, Paddy, Cadell and Dan McCormack in the middle of the field. And I expect to see Dan play that kind of deep role that he plays with um, with Boris Lee and, and oftentimes a tip where he's kind of himself and Brendan obviously work very well together as as clubmates and they can switch in and out and they cover for each other and know each other so well. I think it's a it's a good dynamic there. And um, I'm, I'm with you. Paddy Goodell has been defined for me of the of the league. I think he he has it. We spoke about him earlier on actually in the podcast as being a leader for for um, for the Brackens and he's a. Uh, He's a terrific player. Up front, I have Noel at centre-forward, uh, Bubbles and Jason Ford on the wing. Um, Ford, I know he's probably taking him away from the goals a little bit, but I think he, he is um, he's able to play on the wing. And my inside line is John McGrath, Jamie Cannon and Jake Morris. Uh, Green, for me, is too inconsistent and hasn't shown enough during the league to, to get a start. Um, and then, obviously, the injury to Bonner. So um, that's why Jake Morris comes in for me. Say the same thing about Jake, though. Yes, um, but Breen has been inconsistent for a couple of years, and he just doesn't seem to be able to shake that inconsistency. And um, I think Morris is a guy that would play himself into form, and he seemed to be coming into a little bit of form. Like we saw with Breen, he came on and he got the, the couple of points and then went out, started the next day, and was wasn't great you know and yeah. that's 
I think it's that inconsistency. Uh, yeah, good the next day then, come around then. <laughs> it's, it's not every second day, though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, though. I, if Niall O'Mara was fit, I'd have him starting at a brain. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it would be interesting if we did. Niall had his appendix out, so he will be back, I think. So, but um, if we had Bonner fit and we had Niall O'Mara, it would be interesting to see what way the team was picked, mm. you know, because um, they're obviously two workhorses as well, which is, which is something that we're going to be missing. Yeah, so where's the compromise here, lads? I, I, I'll give you Jeff Barnes. You, you, you can have Cadell. You can have Cadell. Cadell has to start on you. Know. I just, the way I saw it is, like, just get in brain, you're low, quick enough, you're not playing. Cadell can't come on for him. Like, like, it's not like a game or she's going to let the game get five, six, seven points out of hand on you, like, and yeah. change with me if you have to. Yeah. Did Cadell play every league match? He missed uh, one. Missed one, I think, didn't he? So he's, he was fairly consistently picked there, and he played well. Yeah, so no, no. I think, he's I think, more than likely going to be starting. Like, who who's his opposition? Like, no, we're talking about probably Noel. Noel would probably be in the mid, middle of the field if Bubbles and 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 Maher were uh, Bonner Maher were fit. I think that's fair to say. But without them, without the two of them in the forwards, uh, Noel probably gives you that bit more uh, scoring and experience yeah. up there. Yeah, I I give Breen as well. Like I, as I think he's a better impact sub, so not in starting at this stage. To be honest, and yeah, Niall O'Mara was playing, he'd be out. So what's what's the team? So we've the back seven. You're giving us Cadell, Sean. Yeah, you have. Where where do you think? What about Jason Ford on the wing? Do you, does he not play his best hurling in full forward? Would you would you put him out on the wing? Well, I wouldn't, move, I wouldn't move Shane McKellen out of full forward, I think. That's the problem. Yeah, I'd be the same. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't put Shane out of full forward either. Um, so I'd rather Ford. I'd have Ford inside, anyway. But you leave the two of them inside because, like, three man full forward lines aren't a thing anymore. So it depends where to go with other corner forward again. Like, who, like, if it's a, if it's a Noel, like, if it's a Noel, and John McGrath, them guys going to roll back anyway. Like, it depends on how far and how they line out because one of them could drop back. And then Dan McCormick will drop back, you know, so I want to be dropping one all the way long. Yeah, yeah. So who would you have coming in off the bench then, first five subs? Oh, um, really Connors anyway, to make stuff a forward line. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, Breen and, and, and Willie are going to be the kind of forward to midfield cover, aren't they, the two of them? Alan Flynn is probably another one that's going to come into that. Um, those yeah. three will probably cover that. Um, cover for the backs. Um we didn't see much of John Maher. We wouldn't see any of John Maher, did we, in the league? Come on. It's there. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the so, back, them backs kind of picked themselves in the league, didn't they? Because the hard, not to break in, we're all saying, just Barrett and Heffern drew rest and drew rest. They never really got it, really, you know? Yeah. Craig Morgan was probably out of the picture, you know, and got, he only played the last... He came on as a blood sub, didn't he, for Barrett? And yeah. Then came on for him with so him. he'd probably be one, one of the backs that could be coming in there, you know? You don't. You hope that the backs do enough, and you don't need to rest them. Pounds. Yeah, Owen Connolly got when he only got three or four minutes, so he's probably not an option for the championship. Um, yeah. I was disappointed he didn't get more game time. No, actually, I was very disappointed he didn't get more game time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, that league seemed ideal to give, but it, I think Sheedy was picking his team, and he was there was very little changes, you know, and and that was seemed to be the way he was he was going. Um, Dylan Quirk got a start 
and didn't impress was whipped at half time. So I don't think he's probably in the bear. He's really turned it around in training and in the four weeks, he, he's probably not going to be in the running. Our panel is probably a bit, a bit short, is it? Yeah, compared to what we're saying there six, seven weeks back, we're naming out lads we love to see get good at running out in the league and didn't really get it or they got it but didn't impress and we're kind of back to what we said. We're back to the same team with one or two changes. That's it. Our banner being only very injured, like, you know, so. In terms of experience, we have much, but there's ability there to come on, you know what I mean? There's yeah. ability. Like before 2019, we were saying we didn't have a panel. Then by the time the All-Ireland was won, there was four or five lads contributing off the bench in the semi and the final. Like. Yeah. Scoring wonder points, like, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, so, look, uh, what we, I suppose, on a case of two to one, Barry is getting the nod in the goals. We're okay on the full back line. Um, half back line, we're, we're agreed on the three positionally wise. Uh, anyway. do, do you think Kendi will be centre back or will it, will it be Brendan or even Ronan? Obviously, he can play there too. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, Brendan probably will go back there, but. It's not it's not a major switch, like do you know what I mean? They can be doing that in and out of the match, do you know what I mean? And it could be against two other players. Yeah, exactly. Waterford are players well, like you know, different style of teams, you know, Waterford going through through in the middle, clear might take yeah. pop shots yeah. out yeah. the field more. Yeah, I'd I'd try him so you can put him centre back there, yeah. 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 Uh McCormack, Sean, yeah. um you were probably all quoted, yeah. but are, are you okay with that? Oh, you're fine, I was always fine, never I was fine with Kale over here on the pod, never like so. He's actually my first sub in and list sent in the after, so he was probably the first twist in there. Yeah. Um, did we all pick bubbles at wing forward? Yeah. Yeah. Farm um, just looks good. Has no one at centre forward. Yeah. Yeah. And we are number 12, or our wing, the other wing forward. What are we looking I at? John McGrath, yeah. Yeah. You had Michael Breen and I have Ford. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. John McGrath, maybe. John McGrath. Leave it for a minute. Full forward. Um, I, I'm stuck on Callan for full forward. Uh, so am I, I, yeah. I think that's his position. I'd like to see Ford in full forward. I think Callan can do damage in other places. And with four so, foot forward, he does not. I think, and he was probably our best forward in the league as well. Lads. Don't forget that as well. He was. Oh, without a doubt. He, he, was, he was very good. Just when he's close to goals, he's as deadly as Callanan can be as well. So but, right, but, but I get it. Like, it's a toss-up, like, for me. Yeah. But look, can't argue but, with the best goal score tips ever had in full forward at the other side of it as well. Are you are you playing Callan then in the corner? Is it yeah. say, or picking him at the corner and probably the two of them as a two, two of them inside, forward? Yeah. Two yeah. Of them inside. It's, prob- it's probably something it probably makes sense. It's something that's probably going yeah. to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, um you're changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I go with Ford and Callan in the full forward line. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I I that down there, so yeah, I John know half and like like Jake in the other corner, and I think he'd be Roman and if the other corner, however the other corner forward is with Callan Ford, we'll be the man coming out the field or pushing out with him. Yeah. Are we agreed that John Mack and Jake are going to be the two that starts, and it's just positionally wise, or 
Yeah, I, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. I had Breen down, but sure, like, I only have him down by default, really. <laughs> so, Jake will probably be named in the full forward line and will be the one to travel. Or They'll probably take it in turns himself and Ford um, going out the field. Ford did a lot as Roman, actually, during the league. He was he was out around the middle of the field a good bit, so... Um, yeah, that's a solid team. Lads. Yeah, I think it's it, it's it's as good as we we can get at the moment with the two boys out, and I suppose Michael Green and Willie Connors will probably feel hard done by, won't they? And they, they yeah, they, they were the next sixteen and seventeen, were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same draft now, so tell him it's so that's the podcast team. Barry Hogan in goals, Kyle Barrett, Paddy Maher, Barry Heffernan in the full back line, Seamus Kendi, Brendan Maher and Ronan Maher in the half line, uh, Paddy Cadell, Dan McCormack in the middle of the field, Bubbles, Noel and John McGrath in the half forward line, Jake Morris and then Ford and Kellen in a two-man full forward line. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Friday week, we'll, we'll see if we were right or wrong. But, uh, that's our podcast team of for the semi-final um, and that's all we have time for this week folks Enda you don't have anything else do you as you were late on <laughs> nothing else you um, <laughs> lost the semi-final at the weekend we were talking about it earlier on but maybe do you want to have your own say on it uh, very little very little in it um, I think what came down to in the end was just a bit of uh, extra fitness from the air avail boys it's a very, very tight game all the way through. It's just, it could have easily been a one-point win for two. So we seem to be on the wrong end of those results for the last three or four years against first teams in semi-finals and finals. It's just not working out for us. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It obviously looked like a looked quite quite a good game. Self and Sean were in, in gold and another game we were following it on on, yeah. uh, on Twitter. But uh, yeah, tough one. But I, I obviously I was delighted the Rovers got our Lexi the Rovers win the final now. How did Johnny Ryan play? Did he, did he stand out? You know, he didn't really stand out. I, to be honest, I had to look twice at him. He's, he's not as fit as I remember him. I think he, since he's gone off the tip under under 20 panel, maybe he's not putting in the... Well, this is harsh enough now, but not putting in the effort. But from play, he was, he was named centre forward, but he didn't really get into the play. He hit the freeze well enough. Hmm. But he, he didn't really stand out as a lad that you would have seen on a tip panel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had the other lads around there. I, I, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but their, their full forward line were very good. At number 15 was excellent. He scored five or six points. Um, but they were fit. Uh, the, like they, they were a bit awkward now. I think we had more hurdles than them, but they were way fitter than us. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they really tall down the last 10 minutes. Like. Yeah, very good. And what do you make of your county county draw to Nolte? Well, from a team, I, I don't think they could have asked for a better draw. That's not to say that they'll win every game handy now, but in terms of the teams you invited, your first seed team, if you were going to pick, you'd pick Clonaldi instead of Turles, Kildang and Burris all day long. And then you have Mullinahon or the, the Seamus Lorraine winners, so you're going to be looking for them. And I think Holy Cross, good enough team, but they're beatable. From our perspective. That's yeah, not the big, big loss. Big loss as well, yeah. And... Um, you know, there, you know, there's no easy games in it, but if that, that, that was the group I would have picked beforehand, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know I'm going to clip this bit and send it to the Kenoti dressing room. <laughs> they'd, be like, they'd be like, who the fuck is that guy? 
<laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's all we have time for, folks. Um, thanks to Colin Ryan from Clear for joining us for the Waterford preview, Enda and Sean. And hopefully we will see you again next week. Um, until next time, Tibber Darnaboo. See you later, lads. Thank you.